Welcome back, folks, to the Mel Wright Show. This is episode 198. Well, yes, folks, we're getting close to that big 200. I've got my great co-host, Robert Newman, with me. And we've got a great subject. We've got, we're going to be going how 30 things you should do when you are starting out as a real estate agent. We found an interesting article on one of the better blogs, and we're going to have a little bit of um maybe a little bit critical of some of the points that they they're suggesting but we just have to see how the conversation goes all right so i've got robert with me robert would you like to introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers well i'd love to my name is robert newman i am the founder of inbound rem which is a uh online marketing it's both a blog and it is a service company as well Um, I want to remind everybody that we had a great show last week that John managed to get us the biggest or one of the biggest gets of the MailRite show ever. One of the top business coaches in the entire world came on the show and he gave us some very high level advice. For those of you who are just tuning in, I suggest that you check out that last show. It was pretty amazing. Today we're going to cover a, uh, we're going to be focusing on things that you should do as a new agent, but I am going to briefly be touching on what you should look for when you're trying to select a broker. For those of you who are out there who are brokers already, I strongly suggest that you tune in to that part of the show so that you can hear the advice that I'm giving the agents that you're trying to recruit. That's All right, John. And we got this article from Building Better Agents, your first month as a real estate agent. So we have the links in the show notes, folks. Go to the mail dot dot com and go to podcasts and there will be um the show notes with all the links that to everything we're going to discuss during the during this show so we've got the you start off with um so we've got this 30 things to do your first month as a real estate agent you go through the first couple and give us some feedback and i'll, I'll give some as well robert sure all right guys um Listen, before we get started, though, I I first want to thank our audience for uh, the listenership. Uh, We've been, our audience has been increasing a lot. John and I have been uh, having meetings about how how fast our audience is growing, and we're really super stoked. But I'm going to ask a favor. Listen, there's a lot of you that, that aren't new, that have been listening to our show for a while, and the tendency among real estate agents and professionals is if you find somebody that's giving you really good advice, you keep it to yourself because you don't want to compete against other agents, and I get that. But I'm going to ask everybody to think outside themselves for a moment and do John and I a solid two. We do this show out of of passion. I've never once obtained a client from the eight months that I've been doing this show. This is really about you guys and giving you the best advice. And since we're doing this, John John has picked up some clients from the show, which is great. And you should check out the MailRite system because it's getting better and better. And it's truly an awesome piece of software. But on top of that, for me, the mission is a little bit is a little bit different. I use this show to to educate you guys. So please do us a favor. Do me a favor. Go out and give this show to new new agents, people who are just starting. Anybody that's ever asked you for a piece of advice, instead of trying to respond, send them to the show. We've got 200 shows for you to listen to. We've literally already covered every single topic there is to cover. We just keep recovering it so that we know that it sinks in and we kind of do this huge rotation of topics that all relate to real estate marketing. So having said that, thank you for your patronage. Thank you for sharing the show. We really appreciate it. Let's get started. We're going to go to a a site that's called buildingbetteragents.com. And we're going back to an old post of theirs. 
Um, I'm going to share my screen briefly so that you can see the, the post. So for those of you who are on YouTube, you'll be able to see it. And for those of you who are listening, you're just going to hear me read through uh, the points. And just give me guys a second here, guys, because I'm, well, I, I don't know why, but I'm all of a sudden having a hard time figuring out how to, oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, here we go. So we're going to see John's beautiful face on my screen. And then here we go. There's a show. Okay. So guys, um, this, this article, the reason that I'm sharing it and we're reviewing it, John and I, is because this is the number one article on when you say, I'm a new agent, I'm looking for advice, or I'm starting as a new real estate agent. This is the number one Google hit, an article that was written in 2015. And John and I have some commentary on it. So what we're going to do is we're going to start with the first section, which is start, which is get organized. Okay. So this again, just to repeat, so nobody's confused, this particular part of the show is aimed at what do you do when you're a brand new agent or you're in your first year and you're trying to get your real estate business started. I hope everybody's clear. All right. So their advice, building better agents is the first section is, and the, the article's tired, entitled 30 things to do. So the first five things that they're telling you to do is order business cards, purchase your e-key to access to access and show homes, get a professional headshot, write a quick bio, gather names, addresses, and emails of everyone you know. All right? So before I say anything, having read those five things, I'm going to ask John to play devil's advocate and say... Give me your thoughts on these first five, and then I'll go after you. Um, I've got no problem with these first five. I think don't go bonkers on the business cards, but you probably do need business cards. Purchase your e-key. Well, that's dependent. Dependent on the brokerage and other factors, but it's not ridiculous. Get professional headshot. I actually do agree with that. Get some decent photography of yourself. But on the other hand, that can, you know, you've got to shop around and um, get the best deal you can. Probably your broker has a, a real estate, as a photographer that they utilize quite a lot. Approach that, you'll probably get the best deal from that. Uh, write a quick bio. Yeah, uh, you know, um, you're going to probably use that on different things. But so having a decent bio, don't have it about just, you know, but keep it reasonably short. Doesn't need to be warm peace. And gather names. Yeah, I agree with that. Is, you know, get into the habit of building your database. So many agents don't. So I don't think it's terrible. What do you reckon, Robert? Um, for for one of very few times, I'm going to go deeply in another direction. Oh yeah. So in other words, you think I'm talking crap? No, I think, I, think, I think that both this list, I think it's wildly short-sighted. And here's why I think that, everybody, and John. So anybody that, like, if, and, and, and I have to admit to everybody that I've read through all 30 things to do, and John probably hasn't. And he doesn't know that nowhere in this plan does this plan actually address digital 
a digital strategy, thinking about digital, doing anything with digital. Yeah, but Robert, you're, ju- you're jumping the shark a little bit. We're talking about these first five. Right. And because I know what these first five are, getting organized, in my opinion, in the getting organized stage, one of the main things that you need to do is have both a traditional business plan and a digital business plan. And I'm not talking that you are like as a real estate broker, because everybody gets confused when I say this. As a real estate agent, you are starting a business. And so you need a business plan as an agent. As part of that business plan, you need to do a number of things. Number one, you need to buy yourself a couple of books on writing a freaking business plan. Because if you are taking a minimal salary or no salary or going into commission only, make no mistake, you are starting your own business, which means you need to know things like, how do you properly research stuff? If you don't know how, and you're reading articles like this, you need to read a couple of basic business guides. Number two, you need to have a digital outline of what you want to do. And what do I mean by digital outline? A digital outline is merely understanding, having done enough reading to understand what parts of digital do you think you want to focus on. You can change that later when you start your plan. But for the moment, you should have done enough research to understand, are you going to start a Google profile? Are you going to start an Instagram profile? How are you going to get your name out in terms of the digital world? Because you can do all the things in this plan but nine times out of 10, you need to address digital as well. It's, there, there are very few agents that can skip digital anymore. And those few agents usually go into their new career with a ton of sales experience doing something else. Or they are masters at, at like in-person networking. And if, that, if either one of those descriptions is not you, then most likely you need to have a digital concept as part of your getting organized part of your your business. And in theory, if I was going to give out advice to new agents, God, I hope that there are a couple of you out there that are listening to the show that haven't quit their day job yet. And they're, they're still pulling in an income because if it was me, I would be four hours a night learning everything that I needed to learn because there's so much that blogs like this don't tell you about starting your new business. So much your broker won't cover for you nine times out of 10. So I'm going to also circle back around and say, are you a newly licensed real estate agent? If you're fresh out of real estate school, you're probably thrilled that you passed the test and found a great broker. And then they link to another article that about 20 questions to ask when choosing a real estate broker, which I have not read. And John hasn't even seen the article. So, so neither one of us is really truly prepped on this, but it covers like business card signage, lockbox. Um, yeah, but let's get, let's, get back, let's get back to this article. Let's get back to six, seven and eight, which I don't actually feel are terrible. You know, fundamentally create a short letter. Um, yeah, but, Developing any content or any advice about developing some content, I'm not against it because so many agents are so bad at, at producing anything. 
Um, and then it create a, a, a MailChimp or e-newsletter account. Well, obviously, MailRite does that a bit. Um, I'm not totally against it. Number eight, I think number eight is better advice in some way. Except um, I, I, would, I would add to it, but I, I agree with you. You know, um, but, but they leave out the one, all these areas. Um, I'm not totally sure about LinkedIn, be quite truthful. Yelp, but all these other ones, um, but they've left one of the most important out, and that might be because of the age of the article, and we discussed it a few weeks ago, is your Google local business page. That should be number one that you should be filling in with as much information which they're advising you to develop for your bio and the other the headshots. This is all stuff that you'll be able to use on your Google business. Your Zillow, I don't suggest that you use Zillow, give them money, but I would utilize their free tools to the maximum I could. Um, Julia, you know, um, Facebook, you know, Reata.com, all these um, platforms, I would utilize all the free, um, everything they offer for free, I would fill it in and use it to the maximum, but I wouldn't give them any money. Right. So actually I do, I, I agree with both John and the article. Six, seven, and eight are much better. So what they're basically saying, um, John and I have covered this in a lot of our past shows. So what they're saying is take a list of people that you know and then, and then uh, create a free account on MailChimp. And that's one piece of advice I give to every single new agent that calls me. Like to the best of your ability, don't spend a single fucking penny on anything. Sorry, we're not, we're a rated R show, right? Sorry, I, I can curse. So don't spend a penny on anything at all when you are in the, in the beginning of your new career. Look for free for, for like when you're in your first 30 days, six months, more agents than I can count go out of business and don't survive being an agent because there's a certain number of things like NAR and other membership services that you have to have as a real estate agent that you have to pay that relate to your license and things like that. So anything that you can skip paying, skip paying. So I love the free advice. MailChimp lets you send out 2000 messages per month for free. And that should be way more than you need. Most people can't come up with a hundred people in their database. And if you happen to be one of the rare ones that's two or 300, then I'm very excited for your real estate career because most likely you're going to get your first few leads the first time you employ this strategy. And the, gonna... um, and the nice thing about using MailChimp is this is changing because um, MailChimp is changing dramatically. Um, it was purely an, an, uh, a newsletter kind of service that is that is changing quite dramatically but at least even if you just use it for um it, it's a silo it's a way of getting everything into a system that you can export it out reasonably easily where you have these names and addresses in one centralized area so it might have limitations, but its great strength is it's free. You can send a newsletter out, like you say, to 2,000 people. But the main thing, it's getting you in the habit of putting everything in one place and keeping, you know, and building up a list, which so many real estate agents just don't do from day one, do they? Right, that's correct, that they, that they just simply don't do. Um, I agree with that. I agree with that. 
So guys, uh, here's now, now here's where I here's where I feel like they're short-sighted. So, so six, seven, and eight. Okay. Zillow, HomeSnap, truly a LinkedIn Yelp and create a Facebook business page. All right. So here's the thing about this article. They literally left out the most important profile to create the number one profile you should create. In my opinion, that is a Google profile, a Google, my business page, which is absolutely free. Cannot emphasize that enough. This is my Google profile page, inbound real estate marketing. You're looking at it. The reason that you're looking at this edit info, create post, add photo is because I'm the owner and it, it, and it, it recognizes that. At this point, I'm actually shocked to say this, but I am pulling in business off my hyper-local lead generation at this point. It took a couple of years to get to that point. But now this profile by itself, no other mechanism, generates me business. So I know for a fact that this particular tool worked correctly by itself will actually generate you business. I now have what I like to call case study or definitive proof. And uh, that took a while. I'm not going to lie about that. But in terms of do you, could you use this by itself as a website type destination? Yes, you could. You could skip a website, use this profile, collect authority from Google of a type. It's hyperlocal authority. But guess what is the most important kind of authority for a real estate agent? Hyperlocal. You don't need a website to start coming up in local search as a real estate agent. So to leave that out, like the number one pay people that are searching for a realtor and then not like point out the tool that gets you in front of that search. It's wildly short-sighted. And by the way, this information was accurate two years ago or four years ago when they wrote the article. So I do think that it's, it's a wildly short-sighted article. And so I'm going to add that to it. Um, I disagree. I, I don't disagree. I, I mean, but, but I, I would say that I do actually think that, that LinkedIn is good. I think that LinkedIn is a good support tool in order to, if you're still in the part where you're searching for a broker and you happen to be a little ahead of your real estate, like, like you haven't decided on who to hang your, your license with yet, but you are like LinkedIn becomes a real good advertising tool as a, as a real estate agent. And I'm a big believer in, in a old Michael Jordan saying, somebody once asked Jordan what, like, what made him the greatest jumps shot artist ever in the history of the game. And they're like, you must practice your jump shot all the time. And, and, and Michael Jordan said something that's become wildly famous. And he goes, nope. And everybody goes, what? He goes, I practice that in my mind. You know what? I get up every day and I practice. And everybody's like, what? My dribble. So this is practicing your dribble as a marketing and salesperson is creating a marketing tool that may not be a super huge priority, but if you're still looking for brokers or you're going to be looking for brokers in the future, it is a great support tool for both uh, real estate prospects and for uh, real estate brokers. In other words, you can advertise yourself on a good LinkedIn profile. You could say, if you fill it out properly, you can use it because it's more Facebook. A Facebook page does not give the right format for information on you. Whereas LinkedIn does. So Facebook marketing page and a LinkedIn page are actually two different things, which is why I suggest you do focus on LinkedIn. And in terms of Trulia and Zillow, guys, Zillow or Trulia, deprioritize it. Zillow, if you're going to create a profile, use it on Zillow and start to build up your reviews everywhere. Um, that you 
I would I would say Zillow or and Rieta. I I, was, I personally we're going to slightly disagree there. I think if you've got the time, yeah, do the linking. I think getting a, a good um, Facebook business page up um, and getting that up is more of a priority than LinkedIn. But that's just a slight difference. We're going to go for our break, folks, and we're going to delve into this list a bit more and give you some more insights. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back. We're talking about a, a rather odd list, but uh, we're getting through it. So um, I think we've we've said everything there now. Yeah. Understand your market. Go and show yourself a few homes. Pick a neighborhood every day. Run real estate market reports using MLS. Offer free home variation reports to your friends. Um. Don't totally disagree with this, um, apart from 12, probably. Um, probably doing a research about your area, which is going to be, you know, where you're going to specialise in is rather important. What was your feelings about this? Understand your market. Okay. So I love this part. I love this part. This is great suggestions. It needs to be updated a little bit, but like go and show yourself a few homes. I do believe strongly in, in, um, uh, you know, bleed and practice, die and war. It's like, listen, if I, if I, if it was me, I'd probably commit to a full 30 days. I'd be making all my cold calls and setting as a professional sales, a lifetime professional salesperson. What I would be doing is I'd be calling everybody in my database, but making sure that I was trying to set appointments for a month out. And I would be doing stuff like this. Go and show yourself a few homes. I would show myself everything that seemed promising inside my defined niche. So guys, I would select a demographic. I don't care how hard it is or how narrow it is or how short-sighted, but I would just mentally decide. And that has nothing to do with working your base. Your base is going to have houses listed in your entire market. So I'm just saying to, to practice correctly, I would choose a niche and then I would look at as many things inside that niche in the first 30 days as I can, which is a lot of gas and a lot of time. But I would want to know every single home in my marketplace. I really would. I'd try to walk it. Every single listing. Um, right now, the market is, has been in a great market. So here in California, there's not actually that much listings in each city. It's not like you're talking maybe 27 in Van Nuys right now. So I would try to see 20 of the 27 and leave maybe a small handful alone. So I'd, I would do and I also think it's linked to what you said um, when we're looking at um, section one is, you know, having a business plan. Having that business plan is important, folks, because you should be deciding in that business plan. And we've been hammering away at this through the past eight months is find a niche, you know, find something, you know, it can be either geo-based, either, uh, area in a city, in a in a region, it can be a certain type of property, a certain age group. It doesn't really matter. It, what matters is is that you think it's appropriate and you think it's of a size that could provide the kind of income that you're looking for. 
but find that niche. Don't be everything to everybody and try and sell houses to every type of person unless you're in a very, very small market because I just don't think it's going to really work for you. What do you reckon, Robert? Um, I don't disagree with anything that you just said. I'm going to capitalize on, on pick a neighborhood every day. Um, uh, drive by every home and is for sale in the MLS. So I just said something different, but you know what? Honestly, if you, in your first few days, you should be looking in other neighborhoods and just, just in like a different kind of concept for everybody to, to understand the market. I'm going to pull a fact out of my real life and share it with you guys, because I think that people don't realize this. So I know a personal friend of mine I've known for 20 or 30 years, and he's worked his way up to have a career that is literally probably in the top 0.01% of careers in the U.S. Like he was working for Comcast. He's one of the top content creators in the digital world. You know, his last salary is four or $500,000 a year. He's, he's incredibly successful. And he went and he started a business and he, he built the business up and took on some partners. And he's having this reevaluation of his life because he's not sure that he took the right path. So what is this super successful guy doing? He's going out and meeting with a whole bunch of different people out of his, his Rolodex because he doesn't know what he wants to do next. And one of the things about picking a neighborhood every day that plays into defining a niche, so a lot of you are going to be confused about picking a niche. So when you're, when you're confused about what to do, what, what is it that, how do you fix that? You literally put your boots on the ground and you go look around it will come to you if you take the action. So yeah, if you don't know your niche, drive all the neighborhoods, figure it out, walk every single neighborhood if you can. That would be my advice until something speaks to you. Talk to people in the neighborhood, decide through action what you want your niche to be. That's, and just like my friend is doing, who's, who's got a lot of success behind him. And I personally look for people in my life who are, have done a lot more than I've done in terms of success to mentor me. And I suggest that if you have anybody like that, that you, in your life, call them up, call in a favor. And who knows, maybe they need to buy or sell a home. Yeah. Uh, run real estate market reports using the MLS. Um, I love this. I do. Everybody has to join an MLS and get a license when they get their license and they, they, they sign up with somebody. This is a great piece of advice. I can't, I can't say that I like, I, I have, I don't have enough good things to say about this. It's great. Yeah. Offer a free home evaluation reports to all your friends. Uh, another great way to build your database. That's, that might even be one of your first emails, right, John? Yeah. You could send a message to all your friends because here's what, what works inside marketing. You want a call to action when you send a communication to everybody. So you could say like to your 100 or 75 friends, listen, I just got my real estate license. I know that maybe a lot of you aren't in the process of buying or selling at home currently. And that's great. But listen, can you do me a personal favor Will you allow me to get my toolkit honed and run a free home evaluation report or do a market report on the general area that you live in and just send me the detail, like send me your address. And that will get you used to dealing with a practice real estate situation. Um, uh, Okay. So John, we're closing it. Shit. I'm so long winded. We're closing in on the 30 minutes. We're only having. Well, we'll do some bonus if you're up to it. Yeah. Um, but let's go, let's go. We've got another five minutes. Okay. So let's okay. just do the next section. Um, 
connect with other agents. No, you know, it starts with open houses, and that's another theme I've been thumping away for the past year and a half. Um, I just feel open houses are fantastic. So many established agents hate open houses, totally think they're a total waste of time. But you as the new agent, open houses are one of the greatest ways of presenting yourself into an area that you want to build your credibility in, finding that niche. If you found that niche, then it's a great way of building your credibility if it's geo-based. Or, or if it isn't, just showing yourself to the target audience. Open houses, but also open houses can, even for the new agent, can be a total waste of time. So I've just contradicted myself, but there's, there is some logic. Basically, if you don't have a process, if you haven't worked out a mythology about how you're going to squeeze every little bit of value out of these open house presentations that you're going to be doing for other agents, they will turn into a total waste of time. But if you've worked out a process which you repeat in every open house that you do, they're just a great mythology for getting new new possible clients, buyers or sellers. What do you reckon, Robert? Um, I couldn't agree more with what you said. I'm just going to, I'm going to get a little granular on it. So guys, if this is brilliant because established agents won't do open houses. So not now any more than, than previous. So oftentimes a broker that is holding on to, let's just call it a hundred listings for a small local brokerage, right? And a few thousand for a larger brand name brokerage. They very well might want to just be able to tell their clients, like to show some action, even though they may not have anybody willing to do these open houses. So yeah, it's a great strategy to say, I'm willing to do these open houses to the broker of record and see if, see if you can get some going. But here I'm going to take it a step farther. The only reason that, that people might let you do an open house is since nobody else wants to do it, it's because they probably don't think that that particular house is going to get a lot of street traffic. So you're going to run around, you're going to set up your signs. And if the broker themselves hasn't done a lot of advertising on your behalf, which a lot of times brokers don't do anymore, then you're going to be sitting in a house mostly by yourself with a couple of curious neighbors wandering through the house. So a lot of people are going to say, well, that's a waste of time. Okay. I'm going to say this. You should get used to having an action plan for an open house. And some of these action plans are going to be get on next door. And, and neck, which is a, which it was not around really prevalent when this, when this article was written. So I don't blame them for not having it, but next door is now a really popular social site that deals at the neighborhood level with homeowners talking about the neighborhood in general. So saying that there is an open house on next door about three weeks before you host the open house is a really good strategy. Number two, you should run around to local uh, grocery stores who still allow, some grocery stores still allow you to pin things on the grocery store. You should put little things on light posts. You should spend maybe 10 bucks in copying charges and post things manually in high traffic areas that say that there's going to be an open house. Don't expect a broker to do it. Do it yourself. Number three, have a, have a sign-up sheet when people walk in. Make sure that you ask them politely as they walk through the door to sign the sign-up sheet because that right there is your new database, guys. So get a name and an email address as they walk through the door and collect more information if you can, but you shouldn't be pushy. So say, hi, my name is so-and-so. 
please enjoy the tour of the house. Yeah, I'm just going to slightly interrupt there. What, what I've found is obviously I'm going to plug Mel right because we have a built-in system that you can utilise for open houses. Its main purpose is to get re, get testimonials, but you can use it in an open house situation with a with a cheap tablet. But the main thing, if you don't want to do that, is use is a list. But you've got to offer them. Say that you're you're going to be doing a draw the next day. Um, and um, everybody that um, fills in the details, you'll be choosing somebody and somebody is going to be getting a $20, $30 um, Starbucks card and you, you'll be emailing them and you'll be putting the winner up on your Facebook page. It, you know, it just it's just a little bit of an encouragement to get people to fill in whatever system that you're utilising. We're going to end it now, Robert, but we're going to continue a little bit for another 10 minutes, which you'll be able to see on the Mel Wright YouTube channel. Um, so if you want to listen to a bit more of this discussion, hopefully we get reasonably to the end of the list, or we might continue it next week. But you'll be able to see that bonus content on the Mel Wright YouTube channel. So, um, Robert, what's the best way for people to learn more about you, your company, and what you're up to? Uh, guys, if you really want to learn something about me, go to my website um, and uh, you could learn something about me on the about page or the real estate SEO consultation page that talks about me. And if you want to learn something great for yourselves, if any of you are thinking about a real estate website, check out my my article, uh, which is in the middle of my refresh uh, about the 10 best companies uh, selling uh, websites uh, right now, real estate websites. Well, that would be Mel, right, wouldn't it? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Uh, Rob, and if you want to learn more about Mel Wright, go to the mel-right.com site. If you want to see a free demo of the whole system, you can book a day and time that works for you on the site, and it will be me giving you the demo, and I'll show you all the functionality that's built into the Mel Wright system. We've actually done some updates lately. We've added Instagram to our social media um calendar platform so it will actually push content automatically to your instagram page and we've done some other updates as well it's a great program uh, i'm really impressed with our own work go to the mail right website we'll see you next week folks for another interview or we'll be finishing off this particular list we'll see you next week folks bye mm-hmm.